When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why are razors so expensive? Maybe it's because those billion-dollar shaving companies overload their razors with ridiculous shave tech you don't need. Do you really need a razor with a vibrating handle? Kristen, do you need... Well, maybe we do, actually. <laughs> a razor with a vibrating handle? That would be kind of fun, but dangerous. Back scratcher and laser pointer? No. Stop paying out of the nose and make the switch to DollarShaveClub.com. DollarShaveClub.com sends amazing quality razors and other cool bathroom stuff right to your door for a couple bucks a month. Dollar Shave Club Club.com doesn't waste their money on ridiculous shave tech gimmicks. That's one of the ways they can charge a fraction of what the big shave companies charge. And signing up couldn't be easier. Just go to dollarshaveclub.com and pick a razor plan. They have three to choose from. Then every month, like clockwork, you'll get a package in the mail with Dollar Shave Club blades. That's pretty cool. And they've got other great stuff like Dr. Carver's Easy Shave Butter and One Wipe Charlie's, the peppermint-infused butt wipes for men. (laughs) Say no to the big shave companies and the ridiculously overpriced shave tech. Join Ask Women and the hundreds of thousands of guys who've upgraded the smarter way to shave. Shave time, shave money. Join dollarshaveclub.com slash askwomen. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash askwomen. The following program is a podcast1.com production. Podcast1.com presents the Ask Women Podcast, uh-huh. a place where two comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Boobs. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm uh, Kristen Carney, a lovely, lovely human being, lovely as I like to say at the beginning being. of the show, just so you guys know when I say shitty things later on. And of course, <laughs> I'm, I'm here with Marnie Kinras, the best-selling author of Get Inside Her and yes. Relationship Expert. Yes. And we have with us today host of the podcast Art of Charm, Jordan Harbinger. And I'm so sorry I just hesitated because I wanted to say Carpenter. Carpenter, yeah. And I was like, I, I'm so self-defeating that I was like, don't say Carpenter, don't say Carpenter. <laughs> well, you didn't. You I didn't. I, but I had to, yeah. I, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm making large strides yes. daily. Um, so you are, we'll get into, we'll get into doing a fuller interview toward the end of the show, but tell us a little bit about exactly what you do. Sure. So the art of charm, aside from being a podcast in iTunes that competes directly with yours, it's not Don't, available yeah. anywhere in the United States. <laughs> yes. So. Only available in the Kenya in, music yes, store. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, I run with my art of charm team in Los Angeles. We have a residential week long program. And essentially what that is, is guys flying from all over the world. I mean, right now we've got like Australia, Mexico, US, Canada, the UK, and South Africa represented all in That's one awesome. program. And this so is they like could seven. get your podcast in the Kenyan like they yeah, they, they could. Do. music store. They could, yeah. yeah. If they have iPods over there, it's available. <laughs> right. And so guys fly in and they stay with us for a week and my coaches beat them up. And and by that I mean <laughs> you come in and we videotape your body language, we show you approaching female instructors, we break it down, we show you the videotape. We change the way you sit, stand, okay. walk, talk. My everything. cousin did it. Yeah, her cousin I sent did my it. cousin on his boot camp. Yeah. But they're fantastic. They have the thing is, is he is a changed like, man? He, well, he's, no, a tough, really. he's a tough customer. Not really. <laughs> not just joking. He's a no, tough cookie. He, he, he actually has been dating a lot because now he's not working in uh, television and film right. production anymore, so he has more time because mm-hmm. he was working 16 hours a day, oh, six wow. days a right. week, and he had like one day to do his laundry and possibly date a girl. And yeah. far, so, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just referring to our last episode. <laughs> so like, sorry. It's a weird insight. No <laughs> but yeah, he came, he came through twice. Your cousin actually came back like a year or two later yeah. again and was like, I'm applying. Like, he was stacking little baby bricks, which is fine because yeah. some people come in. And they're like superstars and they want to hone the edge. And some people come in and they're like, yo, I, I'm divorced after 16 years. I, yeah. what is, I want to learn one like, thing. How do you meet girls? I've met my girlfriend in high school right. in 1974. Yeah. You know? And it's like, dude, internet, dot, 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 a million other ways. <laughs> yeah. And these guys have no idea. They're like, they haven't been in the, the quote unquote, like the game for a 20 years. Time. And you got to come in and learn for, I mean, I wouldn't even know what to do if, if I were in their shoes without getting coaching. It's ridiculous. It'd yeah. be like me trying to do 
pre-algebra right now. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> right. No, it's very true. <laughs> Where do you start? I love that. No, it's yeah. true. So the, the thing is, is like you have, it's, it's the same thing as a fitness boot camp. Yeah. You go there and it's an intense workout and you can either take a little bit from it or a lot from it, whatever you are able to take from that yeah. week. But no matter what, you're going to learn something 100% about yourself. Totally. Um, and then 100% about interacting, approaching, and dating women, which I think is it's yeah. fantastic. And you have, it's after they do these boot camps, they have follow-up, right? Yeah. So there's like, okay, go into the world. Now you're on your own. Right. Yeah, like see you later, sucker. No, it's it's there's follow there's program prep. There's like months of our online academy. There's yeah. phone coaching, and then after they leave, there's also our online academy. More phone coaching. And we have an alumni network that goes all over the whole world. So there's guys who are like, I'm going to South Africa on a business trip, and guys are like, you can stay with us. We'll take you yeah. out to all the coolest places. We'll oh, get you a, a rental car. Wow. Like, there's yeah, there's thousands really of guys, impressive. yeah, all over the place. So when it's really cool for me because I'm like, oh, I want I'm you to all be travel. branded with like a, I don't know, like a Star of David or something. So I'm like, yes. <laughs> the well, I'm like, is, oh, is Jews don't saying? like branding themselves yeah, exactly. anymore. That I didn't work out. I find that strange. Actually, but no, because it's like I guess mm. as a regular, not a regular. I'm not. I don't want to say as a regular person, right. but as someone <laughs> who has no idea. I do this podcast, but I have no idea that all the stuff exists out there. Mm-hmm. Just the other day, my boyfriend um, had to. He was going to work on something. He does like some sort of construction management, whatever. And there was a. Um, he was basically in where they launch like um, drones, but it's like it looked just like an ordinary place. He had no idea, and all these things, like all these cool things that are happening, are so. And all these subcultures un- that exist, and you're like, what? You <laughs> yeah, but it's like I don't know all these cool things exist. Like, how do yeah. people find you? Well, the show is huge. Our show is one of the top shows in iTunes. So there's you're like, it's right behind ours. You're yeah. like, right behind yeah. Yeah. just right behind <laughs> yeah. this yeah. one. Um, and we're actually hitting the front page of iTunes next week. So if you're listening nice. to this on Valentine's Day, just nice. click podcast and look for the Art of Charm because we're right there. But uh, otherwise, guys find us through the show. They find us through our website, our articles. We've got a Is it a lot team. of referral? Like There's a ton of word of mouth, as you might imagine. Like Guys will come. The best is when somebody calls and is, I'm like, how did you find us? Thinking that they're going to be like Google or something boring. And they're like... My friend came back and I hadn't hung out with him for a month and he was just like a beast and a totally different person. <laughs> right. And I was like, what happened? And he's like, he's like you know boom. that podcast I told you about once that you said was stupid? Yeah, like I went to go see those guys in LA and they're like, I want what he has right now. Like, where is it? You guys feel like to me though, being again as I'm a regular person, it feels a little culty. Are you guys like cults? Um, not yeah. really. Like we don't have our own lingo. We don't have our. Own, there's no. no they're I, not if, pickup artists. Yeah, we're not like pickup guys. Those guys are freaking weirdos. I'll just go on record. Like super weird yeah. guys. We don't dress funny. Like I look like crap right now because you look nice. No, you're dressed nice. But this is like how normal. Thanks a lot, money. <laughs> this is how normal. Get like we. If a guy comes in and he's like, check out my light up, whatever. I'm like, Psh, I like give right. him. Like, I smack it out of their hand and so into you teach Hollywood them to be normal. Yeah. So you yeah. teach them to be normal. Yeah. Okay. Good. Very normal. That's yeah. Like I. I. Well, I want to go into the sad but we'll go. Now. I met him seven years ago. Right. We, was it the same company that you were still running? Yeah, I've, yeah. It's always been the Art of Charm. Okay, but it was one. Pick Up Podcast that you. Had That's before. what the show used to be called. Yeah, but then we were like, you know what? This hasn't been about picking up chicks for like five years. Go ahead and change the name. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. Yeah. But that's the whole thing. Like on your show, you have amazing entrepreneurs. You have um, like just it's yeah. just well-rounded people because you don't just teach people how to pick up girls. You teach them how to be. Men. It's all, it's it's all about being well that you're teaching. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because think about this. Like, I can teach guys the coolest, like, lame story to, like, impress you for five minutes, and then you'll be like, eh, I'm over it. Or yeah. maybe he fools you long enough to, like, hook up with you, and then what? Like, nothing. Right. But if he's well-rounded and he's like, you know what? I have confidence. I quit my lame job. I started a business. I follow this entrepreneur that I heard about on the show, and then I did some travel hacking, got some free airline tickets, and I learned a language using some language wait, hacking what? tips. Wait, did I just hear something about free airline tickets? Yeah. I just <laughs> interviewed a guy who teaches you how to get free airline tickets. Holy shit. By no, using, we're like, going to have another guy named Bruce Silverman come on as well. Who, is that who you same. interviewed? No, that was it was somebody else. Okay, yeah. He, I don't want to dra- blow up Bruce Silverman's I know, seriously. Spot. No, listen to your guy. Obviously, it's so much Obviously, better. Obviously, it's so much better. No, it's, <laughs> and this, is, this guy was a kid who listened to our show and was like, I want to make a cooler lifestyle for, for myself. So he figured out the airline hacking thing. Then pitched me on coming on the show, and I was like, "Nice, full circle." Yeah. So, yeah. so guys want to be well-rounded because they know that that's the key. You can't just have cool little tactics. 
that's only going to get you 10% of the way. It's like a dude who just eats a lot of protein but never goes to the gym. It's like, dude, you're just going <laughs> right. to get fat and you know, <laughs> yeah. look weird. And then we die from too much overdose. And then wear protein. light up necklaces at the club. Ugh, right. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Well, I want to talk more about you and the art of charm and like mm-hmm. the specifics of what it is that you do teach men. Well, do you want okay. to do that at the end or no? No, no, no but I'm going to say okay. that was my segue okay, cool. into, but I do want to get to today's chapter in okay. the man's playbook. I haven't heard that in so long. I know. Oh, yeah. That guy just wore light-up necklaces I know, to the club. seriously. Right. We are the worst Fist at bumping. doing things because we've been talking about changing that for so long, <laughs> right. but yet have not. Right. Because I think we I kind of like it, not like it. Like, change it. Yeah, yeah. It'll happen one day. Well, so the thing that I want to talk about today uh, for the chapter in the man's playbook is about girls seeking attention because I, I've been getting a lot of emails. That never happens. No, never. Girls do not need That's attention. That's not why I'm on this podcast. Exactly. Well, actually, so we were talking about it a little bit off, off air and Jordan had some uh, really interesting comments but what I'm referring to is women who you know drop out of your life for some reason for a short period of time and then they'll call you or they'll text you or they'll email you with something some little tidbit saying like hey what's up w- what is it that's going on with these women when they do these things I mean it's hard to say for each individual person because obviously everybody's got their own baggage but right. the the idea behind <laughs> this and I just let's just throw that out there the, the idea yeah. behind this is that it especially I get a lot of calls from guys who are like oh there's this one girl and like we're friends but like I wanted to be my girlfriend and I'm like all right let's back up before you think the problem happened because guys never know where the problem happened right we're always like oh th- I said this thing and then she stopped texting I'm like dude You're it has like, nothing no. to do with what you said <laughs> she she never liked you like not not even <laughs> right. in the beginning so girls a lot of times women especially like the needier ones with lower self-esteem whatever and that's sort of another playbook question probably right, right. there and entirely but if she's texting you and she's like hey what's going on and it's like Wednesday night and it's like or 1am or something a lot of guys are like sweet booty call this is awesome but then she just wants you to like tell her that she's pretty and like or just even talk respond with her, respond to her she's probably like waiting for some other guy that she's banging like to get out of the shower and she's like I want a dog dopamine fix from a guy who likes me and I know that schleppy schlep will always respond and tell me how cool I am and offer to take me to lunch and I'll just never take him up on it. It is like the female equivalent of the booty call. Like that's what women get off on. Yeah, it's an emotional booty call. Some women, yeah. But it's digital. Listen, I will say that, I don't know, do I still do this? But I I would do things like that in the past whenever I had down moments where I'm like, I have no friends, nobody likes (laughs) me. She texts me. I'm like, let's just see who does. And then if they respond back, I'm like, okay, I got you. I don't have to respond back for a little bit. But that is it is. It's a, it's a needy moment. That's where it typically comes from. So for guys who are hearing what we're saying right now, right. that you know, when women reach out, doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I'm giving you a second chance, or oh, I yeah. want you now. There's, what is the it best just want, way? She's doing it so you're. So it's harder for you to move mm-hmm. on in your own life. Essentially, like don't forget about me. I I used it's to not, do that. It's not maliciously. No, no, it's not. But it's almost like. Don't go out and like totally get happy just because I want you to know I'm like kind of not happy right now. And I just want to remind you of that. She's keeping him in orbit. Is what it is. Absolutely. You're orbiting and you're willingly doing it. You need to break that gravity. Absolutely. It's making sure that this guy still has she has she still has some effect on this guy that he right. still likes her yes. that he's still yeah. there in some way. So what's the, what is the best way for a guy to respond in this situation? You, you know, it's funny because fuck I'm, you, bitch. Yeah, like, <laughs> suck it. You never went out to lunch with me last time. No, yeah, exactly. Don't say that. Uh, you know, it's funny. You can test for this in in a couple ways. One, if you start dating somebody and the word gets back to them, you'll hear from all of the attention whores because they will come out of the woodwork like let me see if I can rest yeah, if I can get you back exactly. right exactly you so be better. if you it, and I found this out just by coincidence because I put my relationship on Facebook which I did not want to do but long story I kind of had to so I put because that on she there. Made you? No, she didn't want to either. But what was happening was like word was. This is like a little tangent. I'll keep it short. The word was slowly circulating around her little circle of like friends and people she's known for years that she finally had a serious boyfriend. And so what was happening is like an old friend would hit her up and be like, "Hey, I'm in town. We should go out to lunch." And she's like, "Cool." And then the guy would be like, "By the way, I heard you have a boyfriend. I, I want to bang you before it gets serious." And she's like, "Ew, I thought you were my friend." And then that kind of slowly <laughs> kept trickling down. And yes. I was like, "You know what? There's one way to fix." this and this is what i'm sort of telling you guys right now too the way to fix this is we put it out there all of the creeps will come out at the same time it's like worms come out after the rain and all the cockroaches scatter 
when you turn the lights on. Turn the lights on, <laughs> all the cockroaches will scatter, and then you'll get it out of your system in two weeks. Then all of these guys, because like, everybody's on Facebook, and everybody's all up in your business, especially if they're crushing on you. So we can do that, get it all out of the way. It's going to be in a really nasty two weeks, but then like after that, it's it's over. You're not going to have to see somebody after a year and be like, hey, oh, you have a boyfriend? Fuck you then, because right. a lot of guys do that yeah, too. Yeah. They're like celebrities, obviously. All I, these things happen after know, they announce stuff. It's crazy. So what should these guys be doing? Well, what these guys can do... Because they're not in obvi- a relationship. Obviously, the best thing to do would be to you know get over it, and that's so much easier said than done, right? It's like saying, right. get taller, or like, be confident in yourself, <laughs> whatever. It doesn't mean anything. So... What I would say you can do is if you're worried that she's just in it for attention, be like, awesome. I'm ha- Especially if it's like near your birthday or you're having a gathering of your other friends, be like, cool, come with us on Saturday. You know, we're going out to do this, you know, and then and don't be like just as friends, you know, like that's lame. Just <laughs> invite her face. to do something. Let her mind fill in the blanks. If she doesn't show up or like flakes, you know that there's probably no good reason for it. And if you're really interested to see if that's really like maybe she has a good reason, do it again a week later. And if she ba- bails or flakes again, she's either so flaky that doesn't need she doesn't need no, to be your friend sucks. or or two. She's not interested at all in hanging out with you for real. And you just need to fucking accept. That. Yeah. 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 And like, she'll realize that if I text this guy, then I'm going to be put in the position to like have to say like, oh, should I, you know, I don't really want to go do something with him. But now every time I text him for attention, I feel like I have to do something. So I'd rather yeah. just not text him. Exactly. Yeah. So you put the monkey on her back, so to speak. The other thing you can do is you get text from her, de- delete it or don't answer it for like is at all if you can um, or if you're like dying then at least wait till morning or something because here's right. the thing if she's used, if she's like a little mouse getting her little dopamine fix yeah. from the little dripper bottle if you delay that it no longer gets really associated with you because she gets in the morning and she's like you know slept over at her boyfriend's house or like at work and you're like hey what's up just got your text she's like ah fuck it I don't need this I now need I wanted right. I wanted I this at 11.30pm last right. night not now <laughs> right. so then she knows oh I can't just text you know John for immediate gratification I'm gonna go to the next chump down the list who's yeah. in my bucket of crappy right. like dude friends that I don't should care about should a guy about. ever say anything to a girl like should no. he ever say like why do you always contact me no because here, here's the thing like it'll turn around on him it, it'll turn around on you and also like way to signify how much of a freaking needy loser you are yeah. by being Emotional. like you're you're I'm emotionally attached to your text messages and she's like you're weird I just want validation from you and like you, you guys were saying this isn't conscious she's not like I'm gonna get validation from John right now she's like I guess I should see what all these other dudes who admire me are up to it's not even that like coherent so if you're like what's your problem then you're that guy who I thought we were friends and then he freaked out on me that's your then you're that yeah then you're the psycho guy guy. totally creepy and he's like way too attached because she doesn't see the the cause and effect for this so like if you make an effect if you make an emotional reaction that for her comes out of absolutely nowhere yeah so you can't ever really emotionally react to anybody like that you can get in fights with your girlfriend and stuff because that shit happens but if there's a girl who's in your life who's not your close female friend or your significant other or relative there's no reason for you to have this weird emotional reaction because why are you one you're giving her all your power which is like a Dr. Phil term I realize that but two who <laughs> cares like you don't need to do that all that's doing is branding you as yeah the, the freaky weird dude yeah. and maybe you don't care but you definitely don't need to be dating a girl and then that girl knows her and is like you know, just so you know, here's like the text he sent me three months ago. Right. Totally weird, yep. out of nowhere, and right. she's you know some new girl that you just that. met. Yeah, of Absolutely. course they do. Otherwise, we wouldn't be worried about it. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I completely agree with you. So, um, yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. So yeah, basically, when girls are reaching out for attention, you, you have to be the stronger person and decide how it is that you want to give them back that attention. I like yeah. the don't do it. I, I like what you said about delaying, which I think is great because some guys can't not give in to that oh, fix. It's, it's, it's hard. I get it. I totally realize it's Yeah. Hard. Because in your mind, you're like, then maybe this could respark something. Or if there's this magical line yeah. that I could say, suddenly she's going to be attracted. Right. But we're trying to give you the insight to show you that what, what's really going on for her is, I like how you called it a dopamine fix. It like, is. It, is, it just gives you that little fix for that moment. If she's flaked on you in the past, if she's done this in the past to you before, she's going to continue doing it in, in the future unless you change up those habits for yourself and start taking the lead a little bit more. Exactly. And guys are like, okay, well, step two, how do I turn this around and get that girl? And it's like, all right, here's the easy way, and I'm doing air quotes, which are useless on the radio, but... (laughs) 
not for me. Right. What you do in air quotes is you just make your you make your lifestyle so complete that she's like, oh crap, you know the other losers that I'm dating, like I, they don't compare to John. He's so he's like into CrossFit now and he's learning another language. And I saw he went and traveling. He's not so into me. Yeah, and and he's why isn't he responding to me? I thought he liked me. And then you you know John's too busy. He's got his own shit going on. Well, yeah. that's way more attractive than the guy who's like, it's three a.m. Do you need a ride somewhere? Is that what you're texting <laughs> me? Oh, okay. I'll come pick you up. No Hope problem. you're well, beautiful. Yeah, let me know when you're back. I'll pick you up from the airport. Like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Format. It's, I it's mean, true. Too. Even the best friends shouldn't pick you up from the airport, no. let alone like a guy you're using. God, no. no. I live 10 minutes away from the airport. I still won't pick people up. I'm horrible. <laughs> yeah. My husband will. Actually, he, he'll, he'll pick everybody up. It's very strange. That's I think he wants it back yeah. for him. Because, yeah. <laughs> I good good thing you just told 100,000 people. Yeah, exactly. Jordan. Jordan. Exactly. Yeah. They'll be calling him for a lift. That was a perfect response. Okay. After the break, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about you, the art of charm, living a full lifestyle as a charming man. And we also have Analyze This. And Jordan Harbinger is on our show. Yay. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Marnie from the Ask Women podcast. Buying a car is a not-so-fun experience for most people, and it doesn't have to be. At TrueCar.com, they'll help you get rid of the fear that you may overpay. You know when you'll get a fair price because they show you what others paid for the car you're looking for. TrueCar.com analyzes what people are paying for their cars in their market and shares it with consumers so that they never have to overpay. Over 40,000 cars were sold by TrueCar certified dealers just last month. Users see an average savings of $3,046 off MSRP. True Car certified dealers go through a certification process and you work directly with a True Car representative that will honor your savings. True Car certified dealers believe that truth and transparency are essentials to a better buying experience. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what others pay for the same vehicle in your market and around the country. Second, register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings certificate. And the third step is simple. Just print out your certificate and take it to the True Car certified dealer for a better hassle-free buying experience. True Car has the most comprehensive new car pricing information available and a certified network of dealers that offers a hassle-free car buying experience and negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Support the Ask Women podcast and shop at truecar.com. Only new Arm & Hammer Clump & Seal Cat Litter guarantees an odor-free home for seven days. My name is Erin. I manage a pet sitting company. I honestly feel like I have the most experience with litter boxes of any person I know. Clump and seal is totally different. Even after seven days, I did not notice any odor. You're not getting the dust that comes up. There was some sort of sealing magic happening. New Arm & Hammer Clump and Seal Cat Litter. Seven-day odor-free home guaranteed. Look on the package for $3 off. Buy a box. See what you think in seven days because it's legit. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Hey guys, welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. We are here with Jordan Harbinger, the very knowledgeable um, advice giver. I, I love know. everything that you've said so far. I know. Like, I like I all your words, like, all your metaphors are amazing. Tell me more. Are, God, I know. Well, he's enough. been doing this for a freaking long time. Long time. I can tell. And now no, he's in tell. a relationship. That's true. A real one. And you know, I'm glad. A real that, one, not like the I'm, fake ones. I'm glad that before. she likes me because Marnie, know, I already knew that you kind of do, <laughs> at least on Facebook. And but you know, like she was like, I'm like, oh, she's gonna like throw shit at me, and I'm gonna be like. Like, oh no, it's not like that, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Call me by carpenter. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I wouldn't rule that out. Yeah, though. that might still. That's still still time. Some guy. <laughs> she though, doesn't I was, like most people. So that's pretty good. That is good. I, you can kind of tell. You look like the kind of person who's like, you know what, my bullshit thing. Like the bar <laughs> is so high for you to be yeah. like. And you say one thing that's like hits your bullshit filter. You're like, this guy sucks. Get out of here with your. That's yeah. pretty much crap. you. And I'm just. It is. It is. And I actually am kind of feeling a little disappointed in myself right now. I feel like I'm losing who I am. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll get some schmuck on next hour and you'll be like oh good I, I, I can finally dump on somebody I feel good again I'm alive again She's just so te- just positive. text somebody and get some reinforcement oh I'll text on- my boyfriend yeah there you go like you. <laughs> okay, I'm start back. some there shit you go. it's SMS. all good so so tell us more about the art of charm I know we talked about that it's it's mm-hmm. boot camps you teach about like right. you know, picking up women attractive women but but the lifestyle part that you're teaching yeah. to men about being overall great men because I think that's a really essential I part. will call you on this though we you know Brett Easton Ellis who hosts a podcast on podcast one wrote American Psycho I feel like you're mm-hmm. describing American Psycho a little bit like guys that are perfect and then they have sex oh. and they like strangle the woman look in the mirror and like flex is that weird 
Because no, actually, actually, now that I think about it, what do you mean? That's Los Angeles. But is it hard? Is it overwhelming for dudes to be like? The perfect doing everything and being the perfect guy, yeah. but it's not like it's enforcing that on them. Saying you have to do everything, it's right. just opening up the the possibilities of having a full lifestyle. Here's the yeah. thing. Here's something you guys will agree with. The bar for a guy that has his shit together is pretty low. So like <laughs> that's true. So like if if you get a guy, who's I trip got, on it. Right, normally. you trip on it. Yeah. yeah, you don't even see it. It's right like underneath the heel. Uh, if you meet a guy and you're like, wow, you have a job that you don't hate. You're not a negative person. He's already kind of winning. Like he doesn't have to be like. I drove a Maserati and I speak four languages. It doesn't have to be like that. So a lot of the guys that come in are like, listen, I'm a software engineer. I like my job. I do cool stuff. I don't have the dating life that I need. My friends are cool. My family's cool. But... I don't it's know how piece. to like. I don't know how to shoot for the stars when when I'm going for the girl that I want, and I'm, or or there's guys who are in relationships and they're like, listen, I just need to kind of like get my my back end together. Like my front end looks good. I got a house. I got a car. Like I have a cool girlfriend. But we're just kind of I'm floating. Like, well, I'm an autopilot right now. What do I do? So what the art of charm, what the podcast does, will give guys tools like. Here's some travel hacking, like the free airline tickets. Or like, here's an entrepreneur who's made a lot of money, and, and how he did it was hustle. So we like try to teach a little bit of hustle. A guy, that, anything that we can do that can spark a little bit of passion in somebody is going to make them more attractive. It doesn't matter if they're rich or if they're really coming through with it. It matters that they're going after something. Because if you wake up in the morning, go to your nine to five, and you're like, eh, about everything in your life. Yeah. That's not very attractive. If you wake up and you're like, listen, I got a nine to five. I'm building a software application that I think is going to help people out on the side. I'm going to North Korea for vacation or whatever. I'm learning Mandarin. <laughs> North like, Korea for yeah, vacation. That's, I, that's, that's, that's where you went. That's, that's where I, he just went. Yeah. What? Yeah, I yeah, just it's went like in his, April. Like his thing. Did, Did you, you go with like uh, what's time time Rodman? Yeah. Um, my friends took Rodman. I didn't go with Rodman though. Your friends literally did yeah. take Rodman. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. That's hilarious. And uh, I got There's invited the cause to of that, that controversy. That Jesus. basketball game. I got invited to it, but it was like six grand to get a flight that short notice. So I was like, I'm good. You should have done the airline hacking thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, had you, you had him on your show before? Yeah. yeah, I know. Just a week later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too little, too late for <laughs> Damn me. Damn it. That's cool. No, but well, you even, have a nice tan from North Korea. Thank you. I like no, it. No, but even like even for that, like that seems extreme for some people. But really, like dumbing it down, it's really just having something that you're passionate about, other than your job. Your home life, like that, just sounds dull. Yeah. And as we get older, we get way more freaking boring. There's less things going on with our lives, and we get way more lazy. So, you know, in terms of attracting other people into our lives, whether it's other guys in your life or other girls into your life, if you don't have other things going on that people can latch onto and be attracted to, then you're going to unattract yourself and unattract the people around sure. you as well. Like you're bringing somebody into your world. You're not just saying things that are cool. You're bringing her into a world that's exciting and fun. So if yeah. you don't have anything exciting and fun about your own life or if it's all a bunch of BS like the pickup guys yeah. are like tell her that you do this and that and it's all a bunch of crap you know if you do that right make sure it's stuff that. that's genuine you're exactly. not just doing it because it looks good in a magazine like do right. it because you actually like it that's yeah. something that I do find but very you can try it if it looks good in a magazine it's yeah and if you, you enjoy like it. it genuinely but yes. like um, way at the beginning when we first started taping this podcast and we had Danielle Stewart on who she referred to having online dating and guys having pictures of them just doing action sports mm -hmm. and it was like such a turnoff and I'm the same way yeah, it makes no sense yeah it's just like it doesn't feel real no, it's like okay it's, it's like so, a Mountain Dew commercial yeah. you're like do you get to work not wearing a shirt and doing BMX right. flips like right. is that I mean, unless See, that's I truly you, unless it's truly you, right? But exactly. I mean, I, I I used to date a guy in college who was like a trick skier, totally outdoorsy. Like he got a. Um, uh, oh God, shit! I'm gonna. This is not worth the tangent now. But he had a <laughs> Honda um, Element like way before Honda Elements were popular. When okay. it was like that square box, and him and I were going skiing, and we drove by. We were on our way to the mountain, and we drove by another Honda Element, and we were like, and they were like, gave each other like the yeah, peace sign. We're like, yeah, and it just felt like so fucking cheesy to me. And I was like, this is not. Even though it was fun to go skiing, yeah. and that's who he was, but it just felt like he wasn't grounded enough because everything was like they had to videotape it with their awesome cool camera to get the jump. <laughs> In the air, and I was like, "What about me?" Yeah. You know what I mean. I think I felt yeah. a little left out of this like way too cool world because well, it he wasn't your world, but the, and it wasn't. My I do world. have to say something about this guy. But like, yeah. I don't think it doesn't sound like he was faking who he is. It just sounds like you weren't the right mix for him. Yeah, it wasn't was. a good. No, thing. I mean he's still wasn't doing it. it like ten years later, and yeah. he's engaged, and I will like his Instagram pictures. But that's <laughs> I'm like, oh look, so, you're that. We're cool. I, I, put, <laughs> I clicked like on that. Shit. Yeah, okay. exactly. No, but that's the whole thing. Like the pictures that you just painted is somebody who's living their own lifestyle and enjoying it. Damn him. Right, but then but people can. 
keep people can go and I, jump on board. I think like I don't like well. that stuff because I'm very cynical, and to me, mm-hmm. I don't see any sort of cynicism in that lifestyle. So it's like <laughs> I wanted to sit around with him and like bitch about things and smoke cigars and be like, yeah, okay, you know, you know. And so but I there just, you go. I, yeah. That's your passion. Right, exactly. And that's, that's the path that you follow. Right. So you what, date Louis Black or something? Oh, totally. It's like <laughs> my that, dream that's man. what what Jordan's program does do. It like highlights these things for you to show what right. are these exciting that things you that actually are. are. Yeah. yeah, because it may not, may not be exciting to Kristen, but it might be exciting to like Pamela or whatever. I'm just making up Pamela names. the hoe. I don't know. But, but like there's other women out there who will find that interesting and exciting. The more that you're out there doing things, yeah. the more people you're going to be interacting with and the more opportunities are going to be presented at you. I 100% agree. The, the thing is like guys are always stifling their personality and stifling their authenticity because a guy will be like, well, fine, I'm not into trick skiing. I'm into like God, I wish I algebra. knew like like I algebra. Yeah, I don't know. no, they're Second into like, algebra like vi- okay. We had a client who was a world champion player of some video game called Street Fighter, which everybody's probably heard of. Like, I'm a world times. champion. Of Literally, Canada. no, but I could be a champion. I used to <laughs> okay. kick every guy's because I had an uh, my basement when I was growing up. I had an arcade, had an, an arcade because my dad used to make video games. Oh, oh no, cool. way. So I would kick guys. Out. That's how I thought I would like win them over. Was like beating them at. Yeah, because guys love to be emasculated by girls. The only thing that they're good at. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but my ex-boyfriend loved the fact he never yeah. played. Oh games, yeah, I would. Da- loved... I would date you to use the machines. Oh yeah, no, not that I had games. The fact that I could play video games was oh. the sexiest thing. But Street Fighter, I was amazing yeah. at it. Anyways, champion Street Fighter player. <laughs> right. So I'll match you two guys up. But either way, he was really good, and he like got flown to Japan or Hong Kong or wherever, and like would play these matches. And he's like, "Yeah, it sucks. I can't tell anybody about what I'm doing because it's so nerdy." And I'm like, dude, the, tell, everyone. The, tell everyone, because the thing is, if you let that passion out, that's so authentic that you, you, that is attractive by definition. Even if the girl's like, that's so nerdy that you play a video game and you're so good at it. Like you must not be but good at it. Like but it's like, that is what's awesome. And so he would tell these girls that uh, about that afterwards. And these Asian chicks who like street fighter were like all over him. Cause I'm he's a sure. white guy and he's a fucking hero in Asia. Yeah. Chung Lee and yeah. he's like kicking their asses. That's a street fighter reference. That's right. how good yeah, I am. So at I street fighter. Anyway, what is the best way for a guy to express this passion about street fighter? Cause there's one way to say, I'm, I'm a street fighter champion. Blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's the arrogant way. It. I'd be what like, is, yeah, let's take you is, onto the actual street and see how you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. right. But what, what is the way to express this to women so that you're passionate and you're not arrogant? I mean, what you would talk about is someone's going to be like, what do you do? And obviously he had a day job working for Microsoft. Um, right. Literally, it was like Microsoft. Like he made Windows Phone, which he even he didn't want to use. So, <laughs> so he, you know, he'd be like, "All right, well, you know, they're I one d- of our sponsors." Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> not anymore. Okay, exactly. <laughs> not anymore. So he would create like this sort of world where somebody would say, "What do you do?" And he's like, "Well, I work for Microsoft by day, but at night." You know, I crush people. I crush Asians in video games, and they're like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, I play this. I play Street Fighter, which I'm sure you've heard of. Never gets old. And I just got back from Japan, and you know, I came in second place in this tournament. And they're like, "You flew to Japan to play video games? That's the story. That's the passion. It's not. I'm really good at Street Fighter. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know and what do I mean? You help well, what about guys who aren't YouTube? flying to Japan and really just like Street Fighter? You can be passionate about video games, but here's the thing, like. I find it really hard to believe that people are passionate about only video games uh, in the, unless they're really good at something that, that is sort of tangential to that. So if you're really into video games, that's fine. You can go to the gaming conventions, talk about that stuff with people who care. But, like, obviously you can't expect to impress people in normal social situations by talking about how you played Warcraft for, like, eight straight years. And that's fine because you don't need to impress those people is what I'm saying. It's like you need to go where people who are going to have relevance to that and appreciate that. Mm -hmm. But don't hold it in. Don't just, like, stay in your house because everyone's going to think you're a nerd. That's you judging yourself. You're rejecting yourself before you're even giving other people a chance to do that. It's my term. Did I steal it from you or did you steal it from me? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Seven years ago. We'll have to go back and see. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. No, but it's true. It's like you can be passionate about anything. But what about what about people, as Kristen just said, who are only into those games? Yes, you can go find those other people. Would you advise them to find other passions as well? I would say, yeah, because here's the thing. A lot of times people will latch onto one or two hobbies because they're really into it, but other times they'll latch onto one or two hobbies because it's an escape. So if you're playing video games because it's a 
marginally non-social type of thing that you that you can do, maybe you need a different job. Maybe you want to move. Maybe you want to start fresh somewhere else because yeah. you can learn. Here's the thing. Nobody isolates themselves on purpose unless there's some sort of greater pain by not doing so. So as humans, we avoid pain more than we seek pleasure. So if, if we find ourselves in situations with intense social anxiety from going out and meeting new people, yeah, you're going to stay inside and play video games. If you, you really have to ask yourself, do you love being inside and playing video games all the time? Or do you really, really hate going out and meeting new people because you Answer might get rejected? Number, number B. Number B. <laughs> Absolutely. So then what do you do? In that case, I mean, that's essentially kind of what we, what we teach at The Art of Charm is like throw, throw down some confidence. And it's a skill set that you can get. A lot of people are like, you're either born with it or you're not. It's like, no, nope, sorry, not true at all. Right? It's habitual. You it, can it learn a, a habit. It is. You can learn a habit. The other thing is like straight up exposure therapy. I'm not saying you have to like buy my program and come to LA to get No, you're saying you have to buy mine. I'm saying, <laughs> yes, exactly. Or you should go on and watch my comedy videos yeah, exactly. on YouTube. <laughs> yes, go on. See you yeah. next Tuesday comedy. That'll, yeah. that'll work. Or, or just like there's a myriad of free resources, right? Like you yeah. and I have been doing shows, podcasts, The Art of Charm for seven oh, plus time. years. And there's hundreds of hours of us talking about how to get over this stuff. So guys can go out there and try new things. They can go out there and meet new people. They can go out there and they can even explore their own hobbies. They don't have to go out and like try to hit up chicks at the bar. Go to a meetup group and be like, you know what? I always wondered how you make costume. I mean, in LA bread. especially, bread. Yeah, bread. Yes. How exactly. do you make bread? Most guys probably haven't wondered that, but if, if you have, there's a meetup for I it. grind yes, my they're... fist to make my bread. Yeah. <laughs> That's from Jack the Beanstalk. It oh. is. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is it, no, it's grind your bones. Oh, okay. <laughs> grind, grind my, my bread to make yeah. my bread. <laughs> Yeah, I grind your bones to make my bread. Yeah. I grind good my fists. and good catch. Yeah, yeah thank you for calling me on that. I literally you haven't heard that. Well, because grind my fist doesn't years. really make any sense. So That's I'm glad true. you. Yeah. That's true. It doesn't make any sense. You guys are weird. Okay, we have some <laughs> questions for analyze this. Are you ready to yeah, answer them? Yeah, let's analyze something. All right, I'm going to have a short one first, and then I'm going to have a really long one after. Okay, just to warm you up. That's how I do it. That's how I do it. Short one first, get it out of the way, and then a long one. That's your thing. Okay, so what is the best way to respond to a girl flaking on you? Don't. I mean, because here's 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 what he's really asking, or whoever anonymous person is really asking. How angry can I express that I she am. flaked on me? Yeah. And the answer is don't. I mean, you know what? If she's like, if if she flakes and you had de- like definite plans, what does she say? Does she just not say anything? Does she just not show up? Did she just not answer the phone? Those are two different things. If you got a phone number and she like didn't she answer your call, she could have died. Yeah, she could have died. You might most likely that is what happened. That's, That's what sure. happens like nine out of ten. Times. I've been flaked on like three times. All of them were dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Assholes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you can't really get mad about this because here's the thing: you're treating them as a priority. They're treating you as an option if they flake on you. Yeah. If they didn't answer your phone call, they didn't flake on you. They just didn't answer your call. They probably they never planned to, to answer your yeah. call. They don't like you. Get over it. Don't bother sending them hateful texts and voicemails right. for the next eight months. Now so what? how do you avoid putting too much time and effort into a person? Like how do you spot that right. she's potentially going to flake in the future? You can spot that because you don't have that good of a rapport connection, meaning like, oh, she was so cool at the bar and laughed at all my jokes. But then it's like, well, what do you know about her? If, if the answer is not a whole hell of a lot or it's all superficial stuff, then chances are she's not really going to necessarily meet, come out and meet you again. Right. If all I have is your phone number and your first name and like we made out at 4 o'clock in the morning at some nightclub in Manhattan, you're not going to answer my phone call most likely because there's no reason. There's no depth. Right. There's if nothing we, there. If there's we nothing out, to latch on to. N- yeah, nothing at all. If we met at a house party and we talked for a couple of hours or even several minutes and really clicked and then it was like, hey, let's get some definite plans to do something and not just like, I'll call you sometime, we'll hang out. Like, say that you talked about something that makes sense and you're like, holy shit, I haven't been to the zoo in like 10 years. And she's like, oh my God, I love the zoo. You're like, let's go this Saturday. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm totally down for that. If she flakes on you then... Then there's something else going on. Call right. her and ask what's up and be like, hey, is everything okay? Right. I didn't really expect that from you. Chances are, though, it's the former, and it's just like, dude, I thought you were cool. I, get, I got your phone number, and we totally <laughs> texted, and now you're not answering. If it's that kind of flake, it's not a flake. It means the number's bad. Maybe the number's a flake, but it has nothing to do with her, and it certainly doesn't have anything to do with you, so don't no. get mad about it. In fact, if you do get mad about it, all you're doing is saying, you were so important to me, and I was not important to you, and that hurts my feelings, and I can't handle that maturely. Wah, well, what about right. guys who continuously get flaked on? If you're continuously getting flaked on, you, you're not generating connections with the people that you're meeting. 
That's all there is yeah. to it. If I call somebody and I met them and I felt like we had a good connection, chances are it's a really good real connection. The other thing is make definite plans. So don't get the number, get the date. Right. Don't get a phone number. The phone number is a logistical hurdle to actual plans. Yeah. If you make plans with somebody and you're like, listen, you know, I'm new in town. I'm going to have a dinner party. It's on Saturday at six o'clock. Let me get your phone number. I'll text you my address. That is a plan. Give me your phone number and I'll call you and we'll hang out. That is not a plan. That is only a phone number. Right. The one is going to have a significantly lower flake rate than the other one because you have agreement, you have a plan, you have a connection with somebody. If you don't, you just have digital info you might as well just have their email address and then they can be like oh my god you got caught in spam because that's all that's really happening if right you text exactly somebody. especially if you're like you text them and like who is this and you're like jordan who you don't have a connection with them they right. don't know who you are absolutely right? so can you define connection a little bit more yeah totally so the connection is essentially like an emotional connection it doesn't have to be like we're soulmates it's amazing we're going to be bffs it doesn't have to be anything like that um there's a difference between Meeting somebody over drinks and being like, that girl's pretty cute. I think I'm going to ask her for her phone number. And then you get that and then nothing happens. No connection. If you meet with somebody, their friend introduced you, you've been hanging out, you've been talking, there's like an actual friendship theoretically budding. Even if there's no commonalities, if there's any kind of friendship, like if you could hang out with that person, if they were like a fat dude instead of a hot chick then you probably have a connection. Okay. If you can't do that. That's a good that, way of thinking of it. It, it is, because mm-hmm. here's the thing. like If you're like, we totally had a connection because she was hot and I wanted to, that's not a connection. That's <laughs> yeah. just you and want. she smiled at yeah, me. Yeah, I saw her looking my way. Like you want to have sex with her. We get that. That's not a connection. Right. The connection is that person and you, like if you felt like, hey, if that was like a 250-pound dude who was, you know, let's let's be fair, six foot tall, <laughs> 250 you know, non non athlete. Now guy. this is a street fighter we're talking about. That's a street about. fighter. Guy. <laughs> yeah, somebody who could do it in the street. Probably not that good at the video game. Um, <laughs> yeah, or, or, or reading. Or reading. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Etc. Yeah. <laughs> Math is hard. Um, <laughs> Algebra. If you could hang out with that person and you felt like that person would totally, we would totally like hang out and do something like that, then yeah, you probably have a connection. And you need r- weird rules of thumb like that because there's no like. Oh, you have 2.5 bars on your friendship meter. You can hang out again. Like it's right. not realistically like that. Very rarely are you going to have somebody where you meet them, you talk to them for a long time, and LA is really the exception to this rule. Right. You talk to them for a long time, and then you're like, "Oh, we're totally going to hang out," and then they just fucking vanish. That only really happens <laughs> yeah, in like in Los Angeles. Everywhere else in the world. That means a connection. It means You're there's going a connection. To be seeing that person. <laughs> Absolutely. Doesn't doesn't mean that there's chemistry and there's attraction there. Exactly. But it means there's an initial connection. That right. is your gateway into a possible attraction. Yeah. Afterwards. Exactly. And you can test for that by instead of putting a lot of pressure on that, instead of being like, if you're not sure whether or not she likes you, or you're not sure whether or not there's a connection, invite her to do something with a group of friends, but make sure that it's not like an optional. Hey, show up if you feel like it. Be like, I'm having a dinner party. Show up at 6 p.m. Can you make it? If there's no answer, you don't have a connection. You can call and ask because maybe some people delete texts or don't see them or whatever. But they don't. You know they what see I mean? Them. They see that. Yeah. They see it. it. Mobile marketers know that, right? They send you that. They know you respond within ten minutes. I, the whole oh man, sorry, I never checked my texts. Really? Because I can't not. My yeah. phone vibrates my eight right million times and it's in my pocket. I checked my texts. I just didn't feel like answering you because I don't care about you. Yeah. You're not a high enough priority. Exactly. I so, do have a friend, though, however, who has 20. I just ha- saw her phone the other day. She has 27 unread text messages. What is wrong? I was with like, them? who are you? People who, who, de- who are delay responders. I find that so strange. Yeah. It is so My weird. husband does it. I'm like, are you really going to get back to it after? Do you go back and mark it as unread? How do you not respond <laughs> right. right away? I find it so weird. Yeah. Okay, here's the next question. Hello, ladies and Jordan. He did not write that, but I added it in. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Love the show. I often download it just to hear your You, you added that in, voices. too. You added that in, too. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. I have been divorced. There's this one person who wrote in about your sexy voice. My sexy voice. That they just listened to it I sound like I'm 12 I was like, with insecurity issues, which is totally true. <laughs> That's sexy for some people. Some people you are turn on. This is LA. People are free. turn on. No, they're from all over. He maybe was from like Georgia or something. I don't know. Okay. I've been divorced for five years. I have been rebuffed on several dating sites. I lost count at about 180 about a year ago. Wow. So uh, so I think Holy I'm well shit. over 200 now. He seems really proud of it, though. I, have, I haven't counted real life. No thank yous, which is probably 50, but less than 100. Okay, that's good. In, in that five years, I've been on about eight dates each year. Okay? Whoa. Whoa. That's a low return. So, so yes. what is that? Eight times five. 
Come on. 32. 40. 40. Good job. We were just talking about algebra. Yeah. Jesus. It's 40. I was like, Please edit that out. Guys, that's <laughs> not that that staying out. in. That edit is that shit out. In. 32. I'm, I'm not the five? boss, but don't edit it out. That was fucking <laughs> humiliating. <laughs> I know it's 40. Please 32. edit that out. Do you know it's 32. 40? Maybe you know I now. I do. Oh, my God. Anyway, so 40. Okay, so 40 days. <laughs> don't make that face. Don't years. make that face. That's not that bad. I am not hideous, I don't think. Uh, back in my undergrad days, I was an asshole to women for a 10-month experiment. I couldn't find a day... Uh, couldn't find a day during that time where I didn't have a woman around. Once I went back to being a decent human being, women wouldn't come near me. It was like they could Two. smell decent guy on me and they ran. I am at a crossroads. Either I go back to being an ass, knowing I won't find a decent woman, but I'll at least get laid. Or do I just give up? I'm really on the edge of giving up. Thanks, Frank in Whoa, Dallas. Whoa, heavy duty. I mean, it sucks because what he's doing, the whole I was a dick to women is an experiment. At least he realizes he's not going to get a good girl by doing that. I like how he said I'll go back to getting non decent women right yeah he, so he at least gets that like it's not yeah and so he's banging low self-esteem chicks like, yeah oh, baby, absolutely i totally get what he's saying he's just failing to see the middle ground because he's expecting to be rejected i mean you can hear it in in what he writes he, he takes pride in it right. he's really proud i think he wants to get up to 300 yeah, by next he's, year. he's that guy who's like i mean he writes letters about how much he gets rejected right right eight dates in a year that's less than a date a month this is somebody meeting people online. So obviously there's a lot wrong here. His profile stinks. It's not communicating any value. He's probably coming across really needy. Absolutely. So he's got nice guy syndrome times a million. And so what that means is he's definitely subcommunicating all the wrong things, like neediness, low social value, really probably boring. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of like real baggage and low self-esteem stuff going on there. And then, of course, when he goes to... I'm addicted to people for no reason. So what he's doing is he's taking some attractive characteristics of like the bad boy persona, yeah. putting those into his personality, and then also being an asshole on top of it. So right. you can take the... There's a middle ground. There's a middle ground. That's the whole idea. Like the reason that bad boys are attractive is not because they're dicks. It's because they have a lot of attractive qualities and they happen to also be dicks. So people who don't have enough self-respect to filter that out will go for it, right? <laughs> You're like, yeah, you 32. go for those guys. Exactly, 32. Good so, answer. Good answer. I don't even need to add on to that one. I thought it was really good. All right, that was my semi-long one. Should I go for a really long one? Go for it. We just hammered that one I out. I don't know, like but crazy. I'm the worst reader. God, it takes me forever. Okay, <laughs> let's let's go for this one. Okay. Um, my name is Mario. I'm an African-American guy that stands about six feet tall in my late 20s. I have never been in a relationship before. Since I was 18, I've seemed to have developed an attraction for much shorter women outside my race. I just cannot mm -hmm. seem to put a finger on why I tend to find much shorter women outside my race to be attractive. Is there any way that you can help me understand? Help me understand why I like short women. <laughs> why, I like, why I like Marnie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, my husband's mixed. He's six foot three. I'm five foot three. And I don't that's an issue. No. Question answered. Go. No, next one. Yeah. Well, I mean, his question is help me understand why I'm attracted to short women. <laughs> that a lot of dudes are attracted to short women. Yeah, I'm dating a five foot tall Asian girl. It has nothing to do with the fact that she's five foot tall or Asian. I just happen to be attracted. I understand he's probably like, I really like shorter women. You like feeling masculine. No big surprise there. Why do you like women who are outside your race? Who because the hell it's knows? different and interesting. It's different and interesting, And dude. you find it intriguing. Yeah, you're, what, 27, 28? He's right. late 20s. Late like, 20s. Dude, you, you, you're probably attracted to a lot of different shit. You just happen to see a pattern in this, Absolutely. and that's fine, but... You don't need to understand. I mean, I'm going to shoot his question down a little bit here. Well, there's no negative to there's it. There's no negative to it. Why do you need to understand what attracts you to something? It's not, if he had said, help me understand why I'm attracted to like people that do heroin it. and cut themselves, oh, we like, the then, you know, yeah, then I'd be like, whoa, we need to whoa, dig it's in. very and understandable. This out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's something, something about but, blood. But the so negative hot. here is that it's probably hard for him to find women to date him because not everyone is having the same attraction level. You know, a short woman isn't always like into like a super oh, tall look at this. black Kristen, dude. learning to read between the lines. Yeah. Learning. Wait, girl, I, know. I do. Seriously. <laughs> I don't well, even know learned, how to read. You've learned that eight times five is 40 today. 40. And, and Kristen plus podcast equals embarrassing. Yes, exactly. No. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Know? you. He's, he's probably, the other question that he's probably asking is, I'm attracted to these women, but they aren't attracted to me. Yeah, and I, 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 totally, do I, do? I totally get that. So if he's not finding reciprocal attraction in those women, I guess I would ask, well, where are you meeting these women? Because chances are he's finding reciprocal attraction, just not recognizing Like, don't go to a Republican Absolutely. convention. You know what I mean? Like, you'll probably not find <laughs> her there. Like, if you're, if you're a tall black dude, Something tells me that you shouldn't be crying too much about how you never get any attraction from girls. 
probably pretty unlikely. Yeah, I think you're just and, not paying and, attention yeah. to the attraction that yeah. you're getting from other girls. Exactly. Marnie has said before, because your relationship is semi-similar, where your husband's mixed and he's very tall and you're shorter and, you know, not Jewish. Mixed. Jewish, yeah. Um, and you said you didn't know you were attracted to him at first. And yeah. then all of a sudden you realized it. So I would say to him not to rule people out right at the beginning. Yeah. If the girl isn't into you the first second, give her some time. There well, might exactly be like growing. I've always said, don't reject yourself before <laughs> others reject that you. That is so brill. You know what? The, the Let other, me reject you first. The other thing that he's doing that Mario is doing is that. <laughs> I know, he, Mario. I know, right? Six not, foot African American. Not what I expected. I, yeah. A couple Mario Marios. Lopez, but he's Hispanic. I feel a couple yeah. of holes in this question. Yeah, don't yeah. compare him to Mario Lopez. Right. It's a bad <laughs> If there's some, what yeah, were you gonna anyway, say? AC Slater, not too shabby. <laughs> uh, but you know the guy, the guy, he's making a classic mistake, which is as people we think other people think like us, and guys make this mistake where they're like, "I think this type of girl looks good," and that's great, and we're like, "Uh oh." she's probably going to make an instantaneous decision about my appearance as well. But the the thing with guys is we're 80% of the attraction is like signs of youth and fertility, everything else, dot, 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 whatever. It doesn't even matter for most of us yeah. in the beginning. For women, there's a million different channels of what's attractive. There's a million different channels of what they're going to respond to. It's not the same speed. So a girl might be like, damn, look at that guy's all built and tall and has a six-pack. But that is one channel. That might get an instantaneous response. Yeah. But the other part that's not getting an instant response that's a strong response is the fact that he's masculine, outgoing, funny, smart, whatever other positive qualities this guy has. That's what's going to be attractive. So when he meets a girl and he's like, damn, that girl's really fine. And she's not like, oh, my God, I can't control myself from this guy. What I mean, what is this, like a two and a half minute interaction? Go out with her a couple times. If she's like, I'm sorry, I just can't date tall black dudes. Then, then maybe there's an issue there, but right. I'm guessing it's that's, racism. That's yeah, race racialist. <laughs> that's not what's happening, though. I bet you. Uh, I no, hundred percent. That's not what's, what's happening. happening is, I think yeah. you're rejecting yourself first, and you're you're, exactly. you're speculating or you're assuming that these women aren't going to be interested in you because they are short and white or short and Asian, whatever right. it is. That they are not going to find you attractive because you're Italian and black. Right. Like what <laughs> I would want to know is, has he ever had a relationship with a, a girl outside his race? Has he? What right. did that girl look like? You know, because if he's yeah. like, well, she was a short white chick. Then I'm like, okay, well, you have counter evidence that you're ignoring. And if he's Absolutely. like, yeah, I did, but she was taller. Dude, it's not the height. Like, yeah. it's, not. <laughs> it's not the height. It's not the, no. well, it might be the ethnicity, but, but that's a different story. Okay, next question. If a woman lists herself as bisexual on an online dating profile. She wants attention. See, see first part yes, of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a waste of time to contact her? Hell no. It's a great time to contact her. Is she really on there to look for men? Robert from Lexington. She's probably on there to look for attention, regardless of who it comes from. Yeah. I just, well, think, I just think bisexual is like keyword for hoe. Yeah. What? Are mm -hmm. you being serious? Yeah. Okay. Depends on how old she is, and it depends That's the true. rest of her profile. Some women can openly say, I am bisexual, if you say it like that. If there's other girls, like, yeah, I like going out and making out with girls every once. Like, there's, right. like, there's different ways of phrasing that information. So I would say, okay, hopefully Robert knows that bisexual means she likes men and women. Right. Not so just like, I'm going to bang a chick with you at the same time. But yeah, that's exactly. porn sexual. So yeah, exactly. Not so bisexual. so bisexual means that she's interested in a man. You have to you have to figure out if that's interesting to you. Are you okay with her right. being bisexual? Are you okay with her being with other women? Are you okay with having double the possible competition and possible jealousies that you may have? Yes. Anyway, that and that's none of the body hair most right. likely. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. So so yeah. I would say yes, contact her if you find the rest of her profile interesting, not just the bisexual. Yeah. Part. See, that's that's the red flag yeah. for me on this yeah. question. Is like that's kind of like being like it rephrase this but instead of bisexual put like asian or put like um you know mexican or something right. he's still being and i'm, like, and I'm yeah. white should i contact her yeah exactly yeah. and the answer is yeah sure if you're interested yeah that, and you again, know what i mean don't reject yourself first yeah but here, <laughs> here's what he's here's where i'm first. reading between the lines and uh -huh. I'm, I'm imputing something on this poor guy that maybe he didn't earn but what i'm hearing is i want to go after this chick in the hopes that we'll have lots of threesomes but she's bi, do I have a chance? Yeah, I kind of hear that too. You know like, I mean? can I put that stuff out there? Right. It's, okay, so I do want to talk about one more topic based on this question, is if, if a woman puts a sexual vibe out there, right, if there is like sexual, indu sexual innuendo within her profile, how sexual can a guy be with her in his approach with her. So when he's emailing her, can he match oh. that sexuality or take it up to another level? I, like, like, what do you think? I would say, I would say don't do that because here's the thing. There's sexual innuendo in a woman's, in her profile. 
in her profile. Oh, yeah. There's there's innuendo in there for one of very few reasons. One, she wants attention yeah. from lots and lots of dudes. You're not going to be the only one. You're not going to say anything more creative than the other 10,000 schmucks who messaged her that day. Amen, brother. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then the other reason is the other reason is probably that it's fake or that she's screening for something. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that, yeah. that it's fake. Yeah. Because well, it's interesting because I always think like, okay, because guys ask me this all the time and they'll, they'll give examples of things that they've said where they've taken it to a more sexual level and mm-hmm. right away when I read it, I'm like, Cringe. oh, yeah. that's horrible. Like I had this, I don't even know if I should say it, but this one guy, I read their whole dialogue and they, they were like, I don't know how old they were, but they were older, not older, but like, probably close to my age, but um, I guess mature. <laughs> um, but they, they were talking about something and she used the term spread in what she was talking oh, no. about, but like not, she was that, not in a sexual way. Course. She was talking and about peanut butter. And he said something like, oh, uh, I'm upset I won't get to spread something. But like, so yeah, he took it to that next gross. sexual level. Just and literally I threw up it. in my mouth when I read yeah. what he wrote. And I was like, there was nothing there that said you should be taking it to a sexual no. level. I think that women should, should be the leaders of taking things to a sexual level. You can participate. And then once you get to a certain level, then you can build on top of each other. Even Regardless of whether, where I stand on that, you certainly, we can agree on this. You don't do it online before you meet. Right, exactly. I mean, what were you thinking, I homie? Think, unless you're on some site where it's about talking dirty to Right. If other. you're on Adult Friend Finder, fine. Be like, I want to spread blah, blah, blah. That's yeah. cool. And also totally uncreative and totally low-hanging <laughs> right. fruit, yeah. by right. the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, don't be all like, oh, she got offended when I started getting fucking gross. Because... <laughs> That is, it's just gross. Of course. It's like, you can't hold on to the first date to be all grody about it. Like what that, and that's his fault. Cause what that is, is he's screening for a girl who's just going to put out like right away. Dude, right. just call a freaking prostitute if you're looking for that. Or, like go troll for ass at the bar. I and it's very you. eighth grade. It's, it's so eighth It's like my math level. Yeah. Oh, now make you feel bad. Okay, one times five is thirty-two. God, one more. This is the long one. Wait, I gotta go to the short ones now. All right. Okay, ladies, I appreciate the work that you do and the information you offer. It is very helpful. I'm fifty years old and was not dating or sexually active until thirty-three. Until I was thirty-three years old. I'm fifty. I own my own home and all of my possessions, but have low cash flow at the moment. Do you want more water? Are you thirsty? I'm just gonna throw that around and make lots of noise. Lots of noises here. Okay, um, but have no no cash. Have low cash flow at the moment. My goal is to meet and marry a woman willing to have a baby with me. Okay. Wow. Zing, dude. Can well, he's 50. Yeah. He knows what he wants. Yeah. But that's a lot to put on a woman. If, if he can get there. Right. Exactly. You know exactly. So here's the question. How does an older guy go about wooing and dating and then mating a younger woman when he, when he has low cash flow? It's, it's interesting that Ooh. he puts those two together, like that yeah. that's going to deter a woman from possibly being with him. But if she does want to have children, it could be a turnoff for her that he does he have can't low, provide. He can't provide. He them, may have low but, cash flow, but high blood flow. Right, exactly. Mm. So she can like right. have his baby then leave him. Uh, but th- this is the thing. If you have low cash flow because you're sitting on your ass doing absolutely nothing and you're yeah. not proactive about gaining more cash flow, that's one story. If you have yeah. low cash flow because something has happened, which has happened to many people right yes. now specifically, sure. then that's a completely different story. So I, I, I would I would take that factor and you know for your own situation, figure out exactly what's going on there. The, the dating younger women thing is a different question that I want Jordan to answer. Yeah, you know, it's funny because there's so much going on here. My question is why does he want to have a baby when he doesn't have any money? That's weird. Well, I get it. It's, it's like a man biological clock. I know you're like, wait, but guys don't get that as bad. Um, and but he, he's 50 he's obviously, he, he wants to have a family. Right. That's not a weird thing. It's not weird, but it's kind of like why haven't you – handled that other shit that you need to have in place in order to support a family. Well, I actually edited out a whole bunch. So he explained where the cash flow issue came from. So there was something drastic that did happen to okay. him. So it's not like he has always been in a negative okay. cash flow. He it, he finds himself at a low point in, in cash. Right is there now. hope for the future for this guy? Or I think it, it kinda, sounds like okay. there is. Right. I think so, Dennis has a chance. So then he's got to woo a younger woman. Unfortunately, the value proposition of an older guy is usually stability. So yeah. I would say, dude, in short order, you don't have a lot of time. For one thing, go out there. You don't have a lot of cash flows. Spend your last 600 bucks. Have some of your swimmers frozen, first of all. Because <laughs> if there's any left, I'll be blunt, there's probably what? not that many. Didn't uh, Larry King have a kid when he was like 85 Also, probably fucked a lot and kept that shit flowing <laughs> Right, freely. that's true. That <laughs> and had a lot true. of money. Right. Yeah, and maybe paid $100,000 for some IVF to make that happen. Right. Slashes on anti-aging hormones all right. and all quick this little, other stuff. Quick little roundup because Art has given us the finger, which is like not, not the finger, but <laughs> right. the... the, the 
round finger saying, hurry the fuck the up and stop talking, ladies. You talk too much. Um, so so then what does he do about dating younger women? So you're saying for him he should focus on freezing his sperm. Focus, freeze his sperm. But his career focus, as well. Yeah, focus on your career. and then Because you can't bring somebody into your world and when your value proposition is stability when you don't have that. Oh God, I'm going to say something horrible right now. Do it. Do it. Marry someone who – this is going to be weird. Marry someone who needs their green card. You know what? Are you saying that because my husband? No, and that, but that's, I had to look at you while I said That's a low it. blow right there. <laughs> Seriously, Canadian? Damn it. No, um, but I'm honestly like – I mean that's totally legit. You know, if you can't find anything and there's not any options, there's plenty of women that are looking also for to settle down that yeah. don't don't have roots here. One and word? I, God, Philippines. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Or and two, that's or... the end of our show, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. We will get more to that question next time. But if you want to ask questions, write into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. You can find Jordan Harbinger on the, uh, the, Art of the, Charm. the Kenyan podcast. Right, the Art of the Charm Art of podcast Charm. in iTunes. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on your show. You Thanks for having us. Fantastic. Great information. Did you bring always. friends that I didn't know about or your imaginary friends? My imaginary friends? You said thanks for having us. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Did I? There's eight of him yeah. here. <laughs> Wonderful. You all, all right. Lovely. We will see you Thank guys you. next week. Thank you for listening. You can download uh, new episodes of our podcast every Thursday on podcast1.com. That's podcast podcastone.com. And shop for our stuff on Amazon. Shop for your stuff on Amazon on wingirlmethod.com slash Amazon. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention, because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down, or put it in your cell phone. 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing endless student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707.